I hope you I hope the people out there are ready for this. This one is going to prove why why we're on Utreon. Okay? If you're listening to this later, if you're if you're watching this later on YouTube, we are on uh, Utreon. That's where we go live from because we can handle we can handle handle shoot us. We, we can, can actually, handle our guns. Yeah, we can actually have shooters right there. Shooters, see that? Real American, American steel. So that's why we're doing it. But also tonight we've got. Uh, uh, I see someone already said uh, between uh, between two dicks tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's happening. It's it's. I don't know, man. Hank's not I, in the middle. I think uh, no, no. I'm not going in the middle of you. No way. <laughs> No reverse Oreo? We can't convince you? Not tonight. No, no, no. No, no. I'm off to the side. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think this will be very civilized. <laughs> I think this is going to be a very civil... Uh, this Tony Simon would, would... Huh? Tony Simon would. That's all oh, I got to say. Simon would. Well, you know... Oh, no, we got to get Tony, Tony yeah, Simon yeah, in here on the other yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony is... Really I don't hard. even know what the hell that would be. Yeah, Tony is very unless loose. You put, loose. Unless you put Rich and I in the middle, mm-hmm. and then you got to... Yeah, that would be double Mario. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so listen. Like I said, uh, let me do this. Let me remind you guys to go to HexStrange.com. Uh, sign up for our email email list there. Look around the site. It's the brand new site. It's brought, brought to us or built by 2A Commerce. So if you're enjoying our uh, brand new website over there on HankStrange.com, that was built by 2A Commerce. Thanks to those guys. It's like 30 minutes or so to go. Yeah, so... Um, you not have uh, it any? Yeah, oh, oh, I wouldn't have made anything then. So, uh, Rich is getting in trouble already. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> so listen, my brand old onesie. Make sure, make sure you go there. Rich left it. He didn't mute himself. Should we? Should we mute him or should we listen to him get uh, get into trouble? I think we ought to mute him. Yeah, it is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Let's mute him. All right. <laughs> so anyway, go to HankStrange.com. That's the best place to go. Uh, big shout out to the folks at uh, Blackout Coffee. I think, if I'm not mistaken, to, is it tomorrow that we have Guns and Gadgets? I'm not sure. I'll have to check with Lola here. But anyway, that being said, um, let me load these dudes up into the thing here. Let's see. We'll load them up. And I will. we will kick the show off. Let me get this going here. Let's do this. Welcome back. To the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Okay, let's kick this off with Jazz Heads. Come on, Jazz Heads. There we go. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 859 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Um, tonight, why do I have uh, SHFs flying? I don't know. If I have that in the title, Lola, you got to change it. That's a typo. I don't know why on my thing it says SHFs flying rich. I don't know. That's weird. But <laughs> mine too. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Someone's got to. We got to uh, adjust the title of that. I don't know what's up with that. But yes, we have Flying Rich. There he goes, uh, in his onesie, 
Oh, the squadron. There goes the squadron patch. What the hell is? I forgot to bring my squadron patch in here too. Damn it. Okay. Uh, let's see the onesie. Let's see the onesie from Brownells. Can we see it? Oh, you're muted. Hold on a second. Wait, I gotta unmute you. Hold on. I, mu I muted you because you were getting chewed out by the wife. <laughs> there you go. He's in. He's in his onesie. So my wife came home and saw this. She's like, "What are you wearing?" I'm like, "It's the most comfortable thing ever." She's like, yeah. "That is not attractive." <laughs> wife mixes no words. We also have, uh, you know, another Richard. As I said, two Richards tonight. Richard. Hoffman of BWE. How are you, sir? Good. How are you doing, Hank? Awesome. Awesome. Good to have you here. Hope you're feeling well. I am feeling real well. Awesome. That, great. This is going to be a fun show, man. We yeah. got Flying Rich. We got Richard Hoffman. Uh, I'm here. You guys are all here. Rich is going to uh, have some guns to show up. Well, both of them. Yeah, here we go. So I'm going to have to call one the Hoff and then Flying Rich. Can we? Is that yep. like... I guess that's acceptable, right? That works. Yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah, that's acceptable. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Smash those arrows up under the title. So for you guys who are on Utreon, that means you. That means you, Flying Rich. I'm looking at you. Uh-oh, um, I didn't smash. I didn't smash. How did you know I didn't smash that thumbs up? All right, now I did. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and Richard, good to see you, man. I, I kind of missed you. We, we need to keep yeah, in touch. it's only been an hour. Well, you guys, did you guys just do a show somewhere, you little bastards? <laughs> okay, so are we going to start this right? Are we going to start this from now? <laughs> Richard's co-hosting all week because Crump, Crump had plans going on all week. So I, I asked Richard to co-host with us. Oh, my God. So for you, uh, for all the people out there that already got these two dicks, and now you're getting extra dicks. Yeah. Yep. What can I and say? Let me tell you apologies. What? One more apologies. Day. You know, everybody let needs. Let me tell you what, Hank. It's what? a real shit show over there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, shout out to let's oh. see who's out there. Appalachian Gunrunners out there. Jade Grew is out there. Cruise Man. I see Brian Quick out there as well. So shout out to everyone. Night Train says it's the Hoffmeister. Um. So we got AK Sean. AK Sean, oh, okay. Shout out to AK Sean as well. I didn't, I didn't see him in there. Um, let's see. Let's start with because uh, uh, you. So we had Flying Rich do the, um, do the lives at from Shot Show, which was job well done, Rich. Thanks, um, thanks. I yeah, take I, back, I take. I was back, worried about that. I take back half the bad stuff I said about you. <laughs> in the, the last week or the last month. Uh, you know, a little bit longer. <laughs> a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> I see Alan Powell. <laughs> Alan Powell says you got a couple of dicks. Yeah, we got two Richards yeah. on the show. Two Richards on the show. Um, so, so Flying Rich was doing that. So we haven't spoken to the Hoff in a while. Let's start off with the Hoff. See what's going up on with him. Um, and you got some guns there. In the background that we could actually fondle. When's the last time we were actually able to handle guns? I don't have any guns Over in the here. background. What are you talking about? You better. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no guns. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and are you wearing like, so are you wearing beats or something on your head? What are those headsets? I, they're, uh, what, Sony, I think. Oh, okay. What, what happened there? How do we lose him? 
<laughs> he pressed. He pressed. That's it. You made a mad cutting on his beats. Yeah. What did you? What did you? Uh, what did you do, Rich? Your your audio is not bad. I hit the wrong button. I oh. hit the wrong button. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get this. So I can read too white for beats. You know that. See huh? everything and not be freaked out because it's uh, it's set back a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I got it now. Okay, cool. There you go. Uh, there we go. Um, yeah, he's not an old curmudgeon don't know how to use a computer guy at all. Yeah, you know, I'm like uh, most of the firearms industry mm-hmm. that we learned about this really neat new thing that, that came out recently. Uh, it's a neat kind of box, plugs into the wall. It's called a computer. <laughs> right. You know, so, so we're all kind of new to this thing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you using it for? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Only that's fans. A, yeah, a tale yeah. as old as time. <laughs> yeah. nope. uh, uh, all right, so you're good, man. I know, um, are you done with all your chemotherapy? Are you on a new, right? What's going uh, on with you? What's... I did the... I'm trying to think when I stopped the the main chemo. Probably, well, I guess it was three months ago I stopped the main chemo, and now I'm getting uh, what my doctor calls uh, maintenance doses of chemo. Okay. Which the really heavy duty drugs I'm off of, but I go in every three weeks and take uh, get an infusion of Avastin, mm-hmm. and then I then. Twice a day, I get to take these little puppies, uh, which, hey, I'm not allowed to touch. And I'll take those at 8 o'clock. We'll get to, you know. You're not, what do you so mean? I'm going to pour them into the cap and then. They're, they're take, too toxic to touch. Yeah, they're too toxic well, to cu- no. touch. Okay, this makes no sense. You can't and touch no. it. What exactly is it doing when it goes yeah. down your throat <laughs> into your stomach? <laughs> I know. And it cooked the first batch of them I got. Mm-hmm. It's in a hazardous material. It comes in a hazardous material bag. Oh lord! And I'm like, really? And I'm yeah. supposed to put these in my mouth? Mm-hmm. You've put and worse said, things in there. Dude, I'm sure. They're broken. You, you, you're not mixing your Viagra with that, are you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a whole different issue. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, I was know, gonna. I was gonna ask Kaufman. I was gonna ask Kaufman if he's. Um, like, did he get more grouchy or less grouchy with, I think this is what people want to know. Is he more grouchy or less, less grouchy? What do you, I, I think his grouchiness has evolved. Yes. What, what is that? I, I think it's, it's just more interesting. I think it's more YouTube or online video affectionate grouchy. And, and that's if you like New York type grouchy. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and, and that's that's what I, even though he's from Ohio, he really does have that New York attitude. So I do appreciate yeah. that. You know, li- little less uh, old timer grouchy, little more sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. Zero F to give. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Trying to clean up my, my act a little bit so I don't, you know, offend the YouTube gods. 
Right. It, that's almost impossible. We had we had one of the episodes uh, deleted by YouTube on. Did you really? Uh, yeah, on the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, YouTube deleted one of the episodes. <laughs> was it one of the ones I was on? No, I think it was one with Kevin Dixie. Uh, let me see. I, I think it was Kevin Dixie, and because um, we were talking about we were talking about the elections. Oh God! See if I can oh, oh yeah, yeah. Those. You mentioned that, so you were mm-hmm. spreading false information. Yeah. See, it had Kevin Dixie, and it had uh, the lo, lo, wait. I always locked say this wrong. Like, Rowan uh, Joe. Lo, yeah. Was it the lo, locked and loaded Latinos or Latinos like whatever yeah. that one Uh-oh. of those? One of those. One of that combination. KD and, and myself. And uh, yeah, we got this thing. Your video has been removed for violating YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But luckily, you can find it on YouTube. No? You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> I know. I yeah. did get a video on uh, John John Crump's John Crump Live, I think he said. Mm-hmm. Got deleted because of me. Why? What, the, what happened? <sighs> I used the F word and not, not the uh, F-U word. Oh, oh, you used. Yeah, there's the a different F. Okay. Oh, oh, that F word. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Naughty. Naughty. The, you, yeah. uh, British cigarettes F word. Yes. yes. Okay. The British cigarette word. Yes. Okay. Shame on you. Shame on. Shame. Shame. Shame on you. Yes. Hold your shame. head down in shame. If we. <laughs> it in the corner. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Good. With my Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I think Flying Rich, you've had videos. Have you had videos deleted? Um. So I was on YouTube, and I actually I can actually simulate the video I did. Oh boy! On YouTube right now. <laughs> I think we're gonna stay. What's gonna? We're gonna stay all three cameras. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was like. Oh, uh, so this is what these parts are going to look like. And I was doing a live stream and they banned me for having a gun. Uh, so there was, you know, the grip module had nothing in it. The The slide was not populated. It was mm-hmm. just a slide. And, you know, so I, I had these parts all together and I made sure I intentionally did this on the live. And boom, they, they deleted the live stream. Okay, did you get a strike behind that? Or? No, they didn't give me a strike. Okay. Yeah, I think the first time you don't get a strike, but then the next one they give you a strike and they stop you from uploading or some craziness. Because um, realistically, there there was no firearm parts in the video. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Yeah. That's why we go through all of this. I and and you know what's funny about that? Oh, by the way, shout out to Vanessa Kitty. I see Vanessa Kitty out there. VK. Uh, yeah, Armament and Axes also out there. Shout out to Armament and Axes. And uh, uh, speaking of grouchy old coots. Um, yeah. So, you know, interestingly enough, it was actually Flying Rich and John Crump that got me onto Utreon, and then their punk mm-hmm. asses. Their punk asses stopped. Go. Yeah, their punk asses stopped uh, going live on Utreon. What's up with that, Flying Rich? What's well, just because there's a couple extra steps to go live on Utreon, I don't know if they changed that. Is it still you got to go on their site and click a couple of things? Yeah, I mean, and- how do you think we do this here? If a if a gorilla in the mist like Hank Strange could push some buttons, two of the smartest tech savvy dudes I know <laughs> can't push some extra. 
Oh, you poor <laughs> little babies. So yeah. I, I'm no. over here pushing extra buttons. Poor the Richard Hoffman is over here, you know, getting uh, toxic cancer drugs. And you can't yeah, if I can it. figure it out. God, seriously. Well, there actually there, there's two other sites uh, we want to go live on. So Utreon just uh, John was always handling that. So uh, that's I, I'm just oh. going to throw that in the John wheelhouse. Oh, and, I see. Could, you're going you're to blame it on John. OK. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Utreon, unfortunately. So for the people that don't know Utreon, uh, if you're using StreamYard and, and Hank uses what what is it called you're using? Uh, I'm using uh, Ecamm. 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 Yeah. So we uh John and I use uh, StreamYard, uh, Hank's using Ecamm, and both of those will feed into different RTSP sources. And with Utreon, you got to both manually start and stop the stream, whereas when you're doing it from StreamYard and you're feeding, what, yeah. what is it, like YouTube? Yeah, I think John uh, does like Facebook. every single one, right? Yeah. All at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So you just click you know, start, stop, and it does it all. Whereas with Utron, you got to manually start it before and then remember to stop it later. Yeah. So that, that well, that's a that little bit sense. of a... Yeah. I mean, that's a big reason. So, so you can't... So it would be too difficult to do it. Wait, but how would you... It's not really that difficult. It, it's mm -hmm. like if you wrote a checklist, it's like, hey, start the Utreon stream. Hey, stop the Utreon stream. Yeah. Turn so, off the power on your microphone. Yeah, so let me ask you this. You two geniuses can write a little script or something to, yeah. Oh, they could well, write it, it, they just can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, it's uh, harsh here. By the way, shout out to American Bulldog, who's also out there. If people are listening to this and you want to get shout outs, you've got to actually come on the live on Utreon. So, I, you know, I'm going to be the only brave one out here. You know, because I'm a real American patriot. Okay, I'm just I'm uh, on this Canadian streaming yeah. live stream. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just I, I know I know it's difficult. Go ahead, Hoffman. I will say I wish Utreon would do uh, where you could just live stream right from your Utreon. Because I've thought right, about like doing from your device some live streams. Yeah. I'm never going to do a lot of them, mm -hmm. but it would be nice to just. You know, okay, I'm going to do a live stream this Saturday for an hour, jump on and just oh. hit the button. But mm -hmm. I can't do that. I got to get this program and that program and do this and do that. And I'm too stupid to do that. Um, well, well not, you know, not I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue <laughs> in either one of those things. What'd you say? Uh, stupid yeah. and cheap and cheap. Yes. <laughs> well, it's yeah, a wicked I'm, combination. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I might be smarter, but I'm still cheap. I'm using John Crump's StreamYard. Yeah. Mm, mm. You yeah. want to give me the login for that so I can <laughs> yeah, do we it? We should all use it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, shout out to John. I was just talking to him before the show. So, yeah, listen, you know what? I think that it would be awesome if um, if Utreon was just as you know, easy to use as some of those other things out there. But, you know, I think they're working on it. And, and yeah. ultimately, yeah. we have to try to participate, which, which, we're, which we're doing. But I do understand what you guys are saying, because I know that that's how John does it. He, like, broadcasts everything all at mm -hmm. the same time. Yeah, and, and Hank, I got to give you a hand for mm -hmm. taking that leap mm -hmm. and just going ahead and doing it, you know. 
Yeah, because I have this thing. Smart that, move. I have this thing yeah. that Flying Rich and John don't know about called big, big cojones, cojones mas grandes, big brass ones. No. <laughs> That are going to yeah. freeze solid this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Well, the the ability it's it's always such a pain in the ass because I've mm. got cool stuff right here I want to hold up and show people, yes. and I'm like I can kind of roundabout talk about it. Yeah. I was like just holding the tip in the show yesterday. It's like oh, and then this part, you know, and I. I actually was kind of goofing with it yesterday just to see if, if I was going to get the stream pulled down to oh, see what was going to happen. YouTube, you were teasing them? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I think... You were I think, them just a tip. <laughs> I think Rich wants them to annihilate him so he could just do... He could go... <laughs> he could, you know, like, uh, go on there and go, like, full Britney Spears crying. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had a video up recently where the guys, like, leave Britney alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to use that. I was going to clip that and use it for something. Yeah. Listen, it was so much fun. Like when we started doing this on Utreon, we remembered how much fun it was. Like, oh, you could pick mm-hmm. up, yeah. you could just pick up a gun, which we're gonna go, we're yeah. gonna go to Gorn here uh, in a minute. But you know, you could pick up a gun and you can handle it, and you could it. That alone just it helps. But it is it is tough because the numbers are different. So like, what we're doing is we do it live on Utreon, and then tomorrow I'll rip out the audio and put that up for the podcast side. You know, it goes on iTunes and everything else. And then also I've got to upload to YouTube. And you know, do all these things, and it's kind of mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of yeah. a- added a lot extra of work. work. Yeah, but I'm sure. doing I'm doing it because I think that it is fun to be able to handle those guns and show stuff off and all of that. So, you know, we just have to put in the work, and hopefully, um, the Utreon folks can, um, you know, hopefully they can I, help us help us well, out. Like, yeah. Yesterday I did testing in my backyard and I, I was thinking about streaming it on Utreon. I just got short on time, so I didn't have enough time to set it up. And, and not to, you know, Utreon's a great service. I really appreciate what they're doing and uh, how involved they are in how they make, you know, 2A not an evil thing. They're like, hey, we're going to market, you know, we're going to sell ads and just, you know, your content's tagged firearms. And so firearms ad will go on your content. And that's mm-hmm. how it should be. That's, you know, mm-hmm. as as capitalistic as possible. Right. So that's a 60 second morning. Yeah. Rich is looking so, around. Rich is like, what the hell just, oh, Hoffman is like, what yeah. the hell just. Yeah, uh, an angel got its wings. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that so, fairy that just flew by? <laughs> When I when I was firing this yesterday, I, I would have liked to have done it live on Utron. If I could have just pushed a button and streamed it live, that would have been a lot easier. And, yeah. You know, could have gone through what happened to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but look, I think we need more decentralized stuff. And it's hard to fight the established platforms, but you know we got to yeah. make sacrifices and do it because every day they're they're choking off the folks like us, you know, the people who are more yeah. freedom independent minded. So, you know, we just have to try to like stick together and 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 get this done. Okay, so right now it's coming up for a cup for like twenty something seconds. A little break. We'll be right back. 
Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Boom, there you go, and we are back. By the way, I am enjoying some awesome blackout coffee, like a mixture of hot chocolate, because I'm a big baby, and coffee. I gotta try that out. So yeah. you're you're having Jared on tomorrow? Um, I think it's tomorrow. Uh, let me let me check with Lola. I think so. I think Jared's coming on tomorrow. You want me to call Jared? I'll ask. Him. No, don't don't. Uh, Hold on. He's doing the Lord's work. Don't harass him. J A R E D. So. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that's what it is. I'll let you know when Lola lets me know. So, their chocolate is no joke, though. I have to say that. Oh yeah, that's good. I, I got to give that a try. I, I haven't jumped yeah. on any of that yet. Yeah. yeah, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. Okay, listen, uh, we're in the news section, so let's let uh, the Hoffman here. Any news that interests you, Hoffman, or do you really give a shit about what's? I, for the most part, I really don't give a shit about. Any. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Anything else? Liberal, no, nothing. Nothing. Liberal Supreme your Court head. Justice is retiring. Okay, they're going to put another liberal in there. Who cares? Well, I don't know how liberal he was. I mean, he he was kind of middle of the road. I I mean, he's probably as liberal as Roberts is. Yeah. What's this guy's name? Um, I just had Briar. Uh, Breyer, Breyer. Right? Justice Breyer. Yeah, yeah, so he's retiring. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. yeah because he's kind of a middle-of-the-road justice. He's not one of the justices you hear about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kagan and Sotomayor were uh, Obama appointees. You hear about them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the three Trump appointees you hear about. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we can get a tr- – so obviously he's doing that so that Biden can um, – have the opportunity to yeah. put someone in the Supreme Court. All right. So and, the nutso thing I saw mm-hmm. was it's I, I'm hoping this is just smoke fantasy. Cause do you remember when Bush uh Bush two uh like his personal at- attorney, Harriet Myers or something like that, there there was some lady and everybody lost their crap and then he, he quickly went to a real appointee. And he but, um, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, very. Yeah, vaguely, I think very I think it was Harriet Myers was the person, mm-hmm. and and everybody's like BS on this. She's not qualified. So mm-hmm. an article today um, said, you know, Kamala Harris could be a Supreme Court judge. I'm like, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh, <God>. no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you know what? I hope you're not prophetic. <laughs> Flying. Oh, I, oh, please. <laughs> Please no, yeah. Lord have mercy oh, on our souls. <laughs> there, there is no depth of vast, you know, legal knowledge in that woman's head. Yeah, I, uh, oh, there's no knowledge in that woman's head. Um, there's only head in that woman's head. Yeah, um, you beat so- me to it. <laughs> I was trying to think how to say it without. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna get. Um, you know what? It's too bad that we can't get a Trojan horse in there like with Roberts, right? Mm-hmm. Because Roberts is not you know, really down for us, man. Like, no, how come we can't no, get Roberts. a Trojan horse in there? Like, like what they a did disappointment. With, yeah, like what they did with W. How come we can't get one of those? 
Yeah. But because all Democrats are Democrats and most Republicans are Democrats. That's why. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sliming little pieces of garbage. Yeah. Also, I have to say before we switch away from that and go to some other new stuff, I think that um, this is a good distraction for the Biden administration right now. Right. Yeah, it. if you say yeah. we could have the first female black uh, Supreme Court justice. Now, that would solve a couple of problems for them because, uh, you know, Kamala's so unpopular. Mm-hmm. And she was <laughs> a lawyer, so blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah she was, uh, what, California Attorney General? Mm-hmm. So. Was she a trained. Was she. Did she have. Does she have a. Um, a legal degree of some sort, or I, I'm sure she does. I I, okay. I haven't looked up her credentials. Yeah, but it will be trans, right? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, God, I so, hope so. Because can you imagine a woman looking like that? So here's my thing. Um, <laughs> not only I'm going to completely ignore. I'm going to completely ignore Hoffman on that one. <laughs> uh, so no, I don't. I don't think that she is. Not that it matters. I wouldn't uh, mess with either either choice. Um, so Both are quite repulsive. So um, it's a good distraction for Biden right now because his he's he's polling so lowly, yeah. and whether yeah. or not he whether or not he puts Kamala Harris up there, it's a good distraction just for him to be in that position that he's picking someone because it reminds the Democrats and the super liberal folks out there exactly why they voted for this crazy ass knucklehead, right? And tries to bring those people back into the fold, saying, "Oh, see, he gets to, you know, he gets to put someone on the Supreme Court." So it's weird. Yeah. Like I saw that. What is it, Neil Young? I saw that right before we started. Yeah. Neil, Neil Young is mad at uh, Spotify because they have Joe Rogan, and Neil Young yeah. is like, "Take my music off of off of your yeah. uh, your platform." Those guys. But those are the that's the those are the people but, those crazy people. How much there. how much money does Neil Young make for Spotify versus Joe Rogan? I have no yeah. idea. I mean, we're, we're talking. Yeah, they they told him, okay, we'll take your stuff off because he gave them an ultimatum. He said, take yeah. my stuff off or get rid of Rogan, and they're like, okay, we'll take your stuff off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's down. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Let me see. Someone had asked a question here. Let me do it. Um, oh, American Bulldog says uh, Hoffman's looking great. Um, let's see. And let's see what else is going on here. We got some other comments. Uh, Appalachian Gunrunner said, excited to see the Hoffs Gorn. Uh, Cruise Man wants to know, with it not being live, how many views have you been getting on YouTube? So I think I think we're getting probably half the views on YouTube and half of the views on on Utreon, right? So we've got to build a bigger Utreon audience, and then the mm-hmm. audience on YouTube has to get used to what's going on. But yeah. uh, listen, and well, then and then we're getting more we're getting more listens on iTunes and all the other for the audio side. But I think a big part of that is because of Fire Rate Firearms Radio Network. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Hoffman. Uh, I will say I forget about you. I mean, in the way of you know, with your show now that mm-hmm. you're not on YouTube. You know, I forget. Oh, God, that's right. Hank's on Utreon at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I know. You forgot, uh, you, forgot, you forgot about me already. You forgot about me. Yeah, already. I don't. I see. Does um, does Utreon give um, like alerts, stuff like that? Because YouTube does that. 
I'm not, that's a good question. I don't know what's going on with that. And I think we've got to come up with a better way, maybe even of communicating with some people. I know yeah, that, to, this, yeah. A better way to, to market it, market it. I don't know how you say it, but yeah. So people know, oh yeah, it's seven o'clock. Hank's over on Utreon. Jump over Yeah. There. The uh, CEO of Utreon was saying that we should use Discord or something like that, which I think I do have a Discord. I just need to. Figure and out and how so to use you, you got to maintain a Discord community. That that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, but the the problem with something like that is okay. I don't even know what the hell Discord is. <laughs> you know, so right, how are you no, going to reach yeah. me on Discord if I don't even know what it is? So what's know? the what's the one app outside of YouTube? That, by the way, I put I post this up. On YouTube, on the community tab of YouTube slash Hank Strange, as well as oh, I don't YouTube, see it. as well as YouTube slash Who Moved My Freedom podcast, I put it on the community. I put it every. I put it. I put it up there tonight. Let me see. I could. Yeah, I don't. I don't get the notifications. I I put a notice on my community tab, like, hey, you know, I'm going to be on YouTube with Hank Strange. Yeah. So check I, it out. I know so somebody here, saw it and replied. There's the there's the post from tonight on Who Moved My Freedom right there. Yeah, I don't get those notifications. You know, um, so yeah. And, you know, I did the same thing on Hank Strange. So, but yeah, they've got Hank Strange severely shadow banned right now. Yeah. Which I know YouTube probably wouldn't let you do it. Mm -hmm. But could you do a a short or something like, oh, don't forget to tune in tonight at seven (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, I have a on the Who Moved My Freedom. I have a like a, almost like a pin thing that just plays that tells everyone. But maybe you're right. I probably need to refresh that. You know, like something that like you, uh. you do it every day at like six thirty or something. Yeah, that makes. Look at you. Look at you being all logical. You know what? I think uh, I think this radiation is good for you. Yeah, I'm not a total dumbass. <laughs> Just a half a dumbass. You know, I didn't all, all it dumbass. is is I'm rehashing information uh-huh. from 40 years ago. Right. And everybody thinks it's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's see, what other, any gun world news out there while we're on the news well, topic? Johnny B had news today that okay. in California, I don't know if it was California or like a city in California, but apparently... They voted, and there's going to be another vote that they have to go through to make it legal, mm-hmm. that if you have a firearm, you have to have insurance. Yeah, they've been planning this for a while. I think it's a city in California. Yeah. I don't know what city it is, but I'm pretty sure it's not the state, but it's a city. <sighs> oh, California. So, oh, I mean, yeah. but you might as well have a poll tax to vote, you know. Um, well, I think we need to just go to the San Andreas Fault and, you know. Jack pile a bunch of nukes there and let them off. Yeah. Have a nice fireworks sometimes, show and watch California float off into the ocean. Yeah, sometimes you have to let these people do dumb shit. And this is completely, this is going to seem completely off base, but it's relative, I think, because of the kind of stuff that um, that these real liberal states, liberal cities do. So today, and, and uh, Flying Rich... You're familiar with Gainesville. I'm not sure how much Hoffman is familiar with Gainesville. I live just outside of Gainesville. A little bit. So I went to my um, Audi dealership today. I had some stuff going on. My taillight was out on my car. And I went over there to visit those guys. And and you know what? Like lately, every time I go there, they don't have any cars. And it's all kinds of, you know, stuff going on in there, right? So I went there to visit them today. And I went into 
the deal like I could see this was all over let me just let me just show you guys this. I'm gonna put a picture up here so you guys can see. This, <laughs> this, what the hell? this is what was up in the dealership that I of of my Audi dealership. And for the people well, listening less- on audio, it's a bunch I'm gonna show you a bunch of freaking golf carts all over the dealership. Okay? What all in the, the hell is that? Look, all look, about? this is in a corner. This is in one corner of the dealership. That's nuts. Nothing but golf carts. Now, I'm, I want you guys to try to think why. Here's a picture oh my. of the outside of the Audi. Of the golf carts. Yeah. Outside, so, right up front. A bunch of multicolored golf carts all over there. These are like $10,000 electric, all electric golf carts. I would like, and, and trust me, if you bear with me on this train of thought, I would like my friends. Uh, Flying Rich and Richard Hoffman to guess why there's all these freaking golf carts up there. Oh, I, I bet I know. I, I saw this on John Stossel. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, there's incentives to get electric vehicles, and you can get basically a golf cart for free. Really? Okay, okay. That's what. what, do you, what that's, that's from Flying Rich. I think that's actually a pretty good one, but not what's going on here. Um, no cars to sell? Yes, there's they they have a low inventory of cars, so they're trying to figure out how to make money. By the way, these are ten thousand dollar golf carts, and you can get what they call personal loans to buy these. But <laughs> let me let me see if you have any other ideas, uh, Hoffman. Do you have some other ideas of why this could perhaps be happening? I have no idea. Okay, they're going to legalize them for the street. So I spoke to the manager of the dealership. And he said, yes, like what Hoffman said that, you know, there's not a lot of cars coming in. So they got to figure out how to make money, right? Otherwise, they have to start laying off people and all. They can't even right. get parts to fix people's cars. Like they were telling me, we, oh, we're, we're not sure we're going to be able to even uh, change the light bulb. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, <laughs> but, and, and I think that what Flying Rich was saying was cool. But here, let me put this article up here for you. This is a article no. in Gainesville. Reduced speed limits may be on the way for the city of Gainesville. Gainesville, no. the Gainesville City Commission approved a plan to reduce speed limits to 30 miles per hour for city roads and 20 miles per hour for neighborhood roads in a meeting oh, on Thursday. Jesus. This change comes in the wake of another fatal pedestrian accident that happened on January 4th. Um uh, Commissioner Harvey Ward said that while the commission is endorsing the plan, it would likely be a few more months until they can take an official vote. Nobody's trying to make Gainesville inconvenient. We're just trying to make Gainesville safe, said Ward. And this goes on. No. So, so Gainesville Sorry. is a big city. They and and there's a university there, right? There's University of Florida there, and I understand speed limits around the campus. But mm-hmm. they're going. I get it. They're going to limit the whole city. To less than to like 30, 35 miles an hour, and in some places, twenty miles an hour. How about you so, outlaw this? You get <laughs> I I I know because my daughter goes to school at UF that there's incidents. It seems to I don't want to say fairly regular because I don't have good statistical data on that, but according to my recollection, it it seems like occasionally there's a student struck by a car. It, it can be a combination of, you know, both a student and the driver were drinking or one of them were drinking. Yeah. Or people, it, or kids not, kids not paying attention, kids being kids, yeah, right, right. but people are going to die. This is going to make, this is going to make more people die when they do this. 
You know? and, I, and I think the point is that it is 10 miles an hour slower going to save a life? I, and, I, and I'm posing that as a question. I, I don't think it will. I, I think if you're more damn alert, if you're, you're not you know, looking at your fist widget while you're driving or looking at your fist widget while you're crossing the street mm-hmm. and somebody's looking at their fist widget while they're driving. Right, right. I think those are the issues that's going on is, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's replying to a text or, or whatever they're doing. And likewise, you know, people are lulled into a false sa- sense of security. I don't know. Like what's, you think I, you're walking on the sidewalk and you're good and you're going to like, oh, it's green. Uh, and then you walk across the street like this. And, and I always yelled at my daughter, like, we're walking in a parking lot. I'm like, put the phone in your pocket. Put the yeah. phone away. Like, well, you're walking, no phone. So Gainesville mm. already, well, actually, Florida has a law that's been around for years that the minute someone, so in a crosswalk, no matter what the light is, no matter if traffic has the right of way in the light in Florida, if you step into the crosswalk, you have the right of way over a car. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's the most stupid, illogical thing yeah. I've ever heard of. And people and they makes it makes people go, oh, this is the law. So I'm just going to step out in front of this truck. It's not going to kill me, you know, and this kind of stuff doesn't help anyone. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And this is my analogy that I'm trying to make with what's happening in California when it comes to guns. It's not going to make anything better. In, in a lot of cases, is going to make it worse. If that law didn't save lives, this is not going to help. And then we're talking about this is not a, this is not New York City. This is a this is a city very close to the country where people have to drive in here. You know, there's going to be people now going through all kinds of craziness to get to work, come go, go from work oh, and all geez, this kind right. of stuff. It's it's going to be a nightmare for them to do this, but they're going to go full speed ahead and the dealership was telling me that, yeah, you know, would you you know, maybe we're going to be mad geniuses. This happened today at the dealership. When I it happened today and the people there are like, "Whoa, this is going to be interesting." <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll have a bunch of old folks in these damn golf carts drag racing down the road, and yeah, people will be souping them up. It's, a, yeah. it's I, I, I'm not going to do it. I, here's what I would do: I would just not go to Gainesville. Yeah, if I don't have to, what? I'm not freaking going. I'll I'll take I, my money and go to another to another place and do what I need to do. So, Hank, you've lived in different places in Florida. I, I only know mm-hmm. Palm Beach County, uh, and, and I'm in Jupiter Farms. So mm-hmm. uh, there, there's no overpasses with hobos living under, you know, in Jupiter Farms or, or in, you know, like Palm Beach. But mm-hmm. like we're, to the south of us, I, I forget what towns it are, is but the, the more liberal towns you have, you know, bums living in the park with tents and. Uh, in Gainesville, there's always oh, somebody ton. panhandling at an intersection or living yeah. under a bridge there. In mm-hmm. the more liberal towns, you know, my, my buddy Larry Sharp says, you know, basically Palm Beach displaces those people to other areas. And, and maybe that's true. I don't know. Or, or maybe it incentivizes people to be in those areas. It, they're, they're just so nut job left in these college towns, and especially Gainesville, I I don't think they get it. They they have no clue what's going on and what reality of the world is. Yeah, they're just going to make everything worse. The money that it's yep. going to take to even study this before the millions of dollars, it's like, what are you guys doing? Um, yeah, so this is crazy. When I saw it, I was like, wow, this... This place is getting worse and worse. But California is like that, man. California is like that. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in those places. Um, you know, 
and 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 how life is for those people because the simple solution to california's problem is let people have guns and defend themselves the bad guys don't give a crap about what laws yeah, you make they're, they're not yeah. going to pay you know for what gun insurance they're not going to pay a user fee mm-hmm. a poll tax they're they're yeah. just going to get the gun or or make it from a piece of pipe like i did yeah, yeah, if you're a criminal, you don't give a crap, and if you're not a criminal and you defend yourself, you get this stuff's gonna happen anyway. So, I mean, it, this is just crazy. It doesn't make any kind of sense. But, um, all right, we're about to take another quick break here, and then we're gonna come back into this and uh, talk about some other cool stuff. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Barnul Ammo. Barnul has a wide range of reliable, quality steel case ammo for small game, large game, target shooting, and self-defense. They've got the classics like 7.62 and 5.45, as well as 9mm all the way up to 308. Subsonic as well. So when you're in the market, please consider Barnul Ammo. All right, so there you go. Uh, Brian Quick says, I blame a wine-drunk, middle-class white woman radicalized by social media. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? White Claw, white claw has ruined right. the world. Name uh, <laughs> and, and My daughter was drinking White Claw. I had one of those. That's awful. That That's like undrinkable, that stuff. Yeah. But I think it's zero calories. Yeah. And I think that's why the girls drink it. White Claw, yeah. They think it's zero calories. What's that, Hoffman? Yeah. Water has zero calories. Drink that. Yeah, yep. yeah drink. Uh, I got something for you to drink that has good calories. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, so, I, I had some good beers with Walter in Vegas. Um, <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. So, so uh, uh, American Bulldog says, well, the Hank's orange. talking about the self-made stuff. <laughs> uh, American Bulldog nice and says. Nice <laughs> Uh, give them the milk. Uh, American Bulldog says, will the orange triangles for the back of the carts be provided by the city? So, by the way, this guy right here, that's my sales guy right there. That's my sales guy. And this room, like at that dealership, you know when you, at these nice dealerships, you buy a car, they put it in a, in a there's a special like garage they pull the car into and present it to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's packed with these cars. <laughs> And he's talking about these orange things on there. I mean, this is wow. This is going to be a fiasco. I actually oh want to. God. I want to see this happen just to see the the fiasco. <laughs> the fiasco well, they're already traffic out. circled nuts, which is you know the sign of a liberal city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I'm wondering, you know, how is this going to integrate into traffic if they're going to be having these golf courts running around? Yeah. That that could be I'm betting you're going to see a spike in, you know, vehicular incidents. Yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. weird. It's going to be weird and interesting. Yeah. So it's going to be cool to watch. OK, we're in the Gorn section. Let's uh, let's let's do some Gorn. Who's got stuff? to? Who should we start with here? OK, let's see. OK, so I don't I don't have anything. Which, what do you why are you showing us something from Star Trek? A Gorn. It's the Gorn. Oh, that's Gorn from Star Trek? That's, that's the Gorn. Gorn from Star Trek. The Gorn. Okay. That is the Gorn from Star the Trek. Gorn. Okay. That's what you got. That's your that's your Gorn. Flying Rich. Uh, okay. I got 5.7 goodness since uh, I was all excited about the PSA 5.7. I broke out my yeah. Ruger 5.7. And let me just say that uh, PSA's 5.7 is way better looking than that one. 
I, I think so. I, I think it's a must-have. Oh, yeah. And, and of course, if you got a 5.7, you got to have the OG 5.7. Well, boom. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, I've and, got a, I've uh, got a five seven. I got my, I got a five seven back now. So, we're gonna have to have a five seven match one of these days when you're. When you're here. Do, you, do you have one of these? When you no, no, unfortunately, no. I didn't get that back yet. Hold um, on, it, it's a kick gun. Which you know, oh, which you, the, which you know. Um, yeah, well, basically, this is a piece of plastic. Piece of plastic. Yeah. Someone needs to make an aluminum version of that. <laughs> Actually, oh, that would be neat. yeah, it would be cool. The, right? I think the AWCY guys are 3D printing one of these. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Okay. That barrel looks awful long, Rich. Yeah. Uh, Can you shorten yeah. it for me? Yep. Uh, that's, that's definitely not what she said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, those are those are some cool things. I I think that PSA five seven is gonna do really well, man. Definitely want one. Yeah. How mad do you think Ruger was about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think they crapped the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I hope PSA is gonna make some five seven ammo also. Oh yeah, that that'd be Nobody big. To make it. Big yeah. Yeah, I think the, what's, the patent on it is off, right? Or these guys... Uh, I don't know, patent, whatever, but yeah, yeah, that's 50 rounds right there. Now, I've yeah. heard if you take 223 ammo and run it through the hot cycle in your washer, it'll is shrink down it? to 5.7. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> um, do not take wrong. Do not take medical advice or ammunition advice from Richard Hoffman. Um, now, if you take a lot of it, you can put it in the dryer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, go ahead and put it on high heat. Well, right. see, I would be afraid it would go with the socks and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um go ahead and go ahead and destroy your your washing machine <laughs> or your dryer if you want to. Boy, that'd be fun though. <laughs> that's all that's all on you. That's all on you. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh so listen, I'm gonna go because we're gonna save the best for last. So we're gonna save Hoffman because he's got the real cool stuff that everyone wants to see. This is my four ten. Um check that out, you know. Four ten That's cool. Right here from uh from Henry. Henry Wife. Actually, let me go full. Let me go full screen. Share this with the folks out there. Very nice uh, wood and uh, and metal. I think always is a good combination here. Side loading. What? What length? Henry makes cool stuff. I can't remember exactly what. I would have to go look it up. I don't think it's on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. 410 bore, two and a half inch chamber. I'm not sure how long the barrel is. We'll have to look at the stats. I could pull up the stats. So that's what I've got here. And then after Richard Hoffman, so after Richard Hoffman shows us some of his cool guns, I am going to show you guys, I have a real badass weapon here that I'm going to show everyone. And I'm going to give you all a clue. So you can, I, I'm going to see who could guess what this weapon is. I'm going to show everyone the box and everyone gets to have a guess. There's no prizes involved, but I'm going to show you the box right now of the weapon. Who thinks they know what this is? 
I've sh- here's a here's a clue. I've shown this. It's on a minigun. I've shown this on the podcast <laughs> before. I'm, what is it in this? It's a very very dangerous weapon. Let's just put it that way. It's a um, girl. Very dangerous weapon. Hmm. Let's see who can figure that out. Okay. All right, Hoffman, what you got, man? Come on, show us some. I don't have anything. So show us some badassery. Don't don't tease us, man. Don't make us. Where's bang. the bullet trap? Fire it. Okay. <laughs> Should we go old school first? Uh or, or no, not old school. OG. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I say OG. 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 I got to okay. show this side. There's some OG. I want one of these. I want one of these, man. Have you? And you said you haven't shot this yet. I haven't shot it yet. Uh, I don't even know. What are you doing work. tomorrow? Uh, working. Uh, Why, what what time do you get up in the morning? I'll bring you coffee. Uh, you know, <laughs> whenever I get up. Rich is on the way. <laughs> yeah, he's on the way right now. <laughs> so tell us oh. what's the deal? What's the deal with that? Um, what's the deal with that Tech Nine? Uh, I just picked it up because all the three D printer people like Tech Nines. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big Tech Nine person, but I thought, you know, there might be some money I can make in this. Okay. So I'm wondering. Hold it up. Let's see. Let's get a let's get a nice thumbnail up there. Okay, there you go. All right, Tech Nine. Uh, hold it up a little. So there's bit hold it up a little bit more. <laughs> there you go. Look at that sexy face. Give us a kiss. Come on, uh, do blue steel. Pull the cheeks in. <laughs> Oh my god! If you if you guys aren't watching, you just missed. It. Everybody got excited right now. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! You're gonna have to do that. I wasn't full screen. Oh boy. Okay, I think this is too much. We're going into OnlyFans territory. Yeah. How's cosmoline taste? Yeah, and your tongue. Is, your tongue is now ruined. Your tongue is now ruined. Um. So what is the reason? Chemo got that first. Right. <laughs> what is the reason that the 3D printing guys like Tech Nines? You guys want to talk on because that? Because this is not the frame. Mm-hmm. Is it? No, it is the frame. That's the frame, and is they it? can print it. And they they've been buying parts kits. Okay. You know, well, with this bringing the frame, there's basically no stress on it at all. So, 3D printed, it should last quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they're you know, doing like is Glock. they're making it so you can put a, a 30 round Glock mag into it. So they're changing yeah. it from like that straight up stick mag to an angle and you can put a Glock yeah. mag in. Okay. And instead of uh, taking it from a good mag design, they're putting a shitty mag design in it. I mean, this is the way of this is the way. <laughs> this is the way of the Glock. Um, <laughs> this is the way. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm playing with the idea. Okay. How can I make, you know, can I make parts for it and sell them? I mean, these stupid things are, what, a thousand bucks now? Oh, yeah, oh they've they yeah, gone up. I mean, yeah, it's not. A, yeah, I need. I um, want a Tech 9 in my collection. That's on my list of guns that I want in my collection. Well, you might end up with that one. Who knows? Okay, I call dibs. <laughs> um, I call dibs. You know, when you're done with it. But, uh, um, you know, so I'm looking and, you know. Mm-hmm thinking about some things and okay, how can people make that tube? Um, because the problem is if I start making 
you know, this piece, the upper receiver and the bolt and all the parts, you know, ATF is going to say, oh, well, this is the receiver and not the plastic piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm. I'm kind of looking, OK, how can I do it where people can do both pieces? That, you know, they can 3D print the lower at home. But how can I make it so they can make the upper at home easily? Okay. Uh, you know, and then I can sell all the guts, you know. Yeah, I, I think the big business. For enough money. Right. Because nowadays, from what I hear, and, and Flying Rich can uh, chime in too, I hear that, I mean, the parts and stuff like that, like Glock parts are hard to keep in stock and a lot of parts used by the 3D printers. So if I was like a mom and pop business, a smaller business, and I had Mm -hmm. a CNC machine, a couple of CNC machines and some other like lathes and other tools, I would definitely get into making parts for these guys, right? Because that that business is only building, right? Yeah. You know, the the big problem is, and I think now – the tech nine parts have gotten so expensive because mm-hmm. everybody's buying up the parts kits that now it right. might make sense to start making tech nine parts. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the, uh, well, the MK seven sixty machine guns, there's no parts available. Uh, everybody kept bugging me and bugging me to make bolts. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, if I can get 25 people, to send me 500 bucks a piece mm-hmm. as a deposit. I'll make a run of bolts. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted to do that. And, you know, okay. I said, look, the, the bolts are going to be 750 to a thousand bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Period. If I'm doing a run of 25. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and they all pissed and moaned and, oh, that's too much money. Fine. Your bolt breaks. Damn right. You it got is. a $1,000 paperweight. So how much do they want right. to pay? What's the price people want to pay? People always complain everything is too much money. Yeah. Sure. They want to pay like $250. Hmm. And it's like. Good luck. Um, yeah, that's why there's no yeah, bolts. Good luck. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not how capitalism works. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You. I, and I, I think you're right about it. Fine. It, you want a bolt? Give me a $500 deposit. It'll be seven seven fifty, and you know we need an order of twenty five. Get on the yep. list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get on the list. Yeah, um, because otherwise you've got to put out uh, a bunch of expense to just make those, not knowing that anyone's right. going to buy them. And then just they're just going to sit on the shelf mm-hmm. because people don't want to spend the money mm-hmm. until their bolt breaks. And then they call me whining and crying, but I want a bolt. I had one guy do that. Uh, he said I was crazy. I wanted too much money. Mm-hmm. Go fish. And I said, fine, I won't make them. And his bolt broke, and he called me whining and crying that his bolt <laughs> broke, and I need to make a bolt. And it's like, screw you. I wouldn't sell you a bolt for a million dollars. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll give you a oh, thousand baby. bucks for your broken submachine gun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't blame you on that one, Rich. Night yeah. Train says the Tech Nine was the gangbanger's weapon of choice back in the day. A low quality yep. assault pistol from the 1980s through the uh, early 1990s that was banned under the 1994 crime bill. Yeah, and I I thought That's if funny. I do it, mm-hmm. I these barrels are you can see on this one. They're crimped into the frame mm-hmm. or into this tube. And I thought, you know, 
why can't I do it like an Uzi and have a barrel nut so the barrel comes right out? So if you bulge the barrel, you just take it out, put a new one in. And then you could have a 16-inch barrel, a 4-inch barrel, a 6-inch barrel, an 8-inch barrel, a threaded barrel, a 3-lug barrel, uh, this barrel or that barrel. You know, and it just means I can make more parts, you know, because people, well, I want this barrel and that barrel and that barrel and that barrel, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You Uh, need to do what's best for business, man. Um, You know, you've got to take bigger bills. I'm to make money, you know. Right. Um, Brian Quick says, what's Rich going to make the bolts out of 4140? Um, then, uh, uh, what is that? Manganese phosphate. Yeah. Manganese, manganese phosphate. What's uh, manganese phosphate? Park rising. Oh, so is that what you're going to do? 4140? Yeah. 4140. He treat it and then, Mm -hmm. uh, park rise it. Yeah. Hang on. I got to take my pills. Oh. Don't oh, touch is that it. what that was? Okay. Don't touch it. Don't expose it to air. There you go. He's gonna he's about to turn. He's about to flip on. I'm drugged up. I'm good for another twelve hours. He's on his meds. He's on his meds. I'm on my meds. Everybody can see it. I am on my meds. Right. Officially. Go ahead, call the ATF and let him know. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so what other what other guns do you have there? Let's see you. Um, show us what show us what you got. Well, you know this one, except without the suppressor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is that a new can on there? Or no, that's an old Mac can actually. Oh. And it actually works pretty well, mm. considering it was made in the seventies. Yeah, I would expect. Yeah, I mean that that barrel's longer than the whole gun. <laughs> I know that, uh, that can the suppressor. Yeah, so that's like a, a Mac suppressor on there. Yep. Okay. It's an official Mac suppressor. See, you shot that one. Oh yeah, this is the fun gun. This is the fun yep. gun right here. Yeah, the mini Uzi. Yeah, I'm for clearing a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very nice. Do you compete with this one, Military Armament Corp? No, this thing is is. I have used it on one bay in a match, um, and the bay was you you were sitting inside a truck, and there's three paper targets that are bad guys mm-hmm. right outside the driver's door. And you got to open the door, stick your head out, sweep the bad guys, and then shoot a plate rack. Well, I cut one of the bad guys' heads off. You know, put about a thousand rounds through each of the other ones. And then did the plate rack. And I think I used six magazines or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like fun. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Um, okay, what else you got? Come on. What else I got? That one's going to fall down. Here, sit on the trash can. MP5. Look at you, MP5. This is your yeah. own personal? Yeah, this is this is one I built and sold, and then it came back to me. The guy I built a guy – well, I had built this one 
and I built for some guy a uh, MP5K. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine wanted to buy them both, bought them both, and then called me about a year later and said, I really don't like the MP5. I like the MP5K. Do you want it back? And it's like, okay. Okay. But I got to modify this one. I got to make it like I did yours. Yeah, I know you hate the MP5. The was up here. Right. And then the Picatinny rail in between. Yeah. So maybe you can sell this to someone. Maybe a Flying Rich could uh, get up on a MP5. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have MP5 money. Oh, well. Although I did place an order with Safety Harbor Firearms today. You ordered a 50? I ordered a 50. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, That's my Christmas present from two years ago. Oh, you need to get yourself... uh, uh, Armament and Axis says, I really never wanted a Tech 9, even back in the 90s when we sold them at the gun store I worked for. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, so we're back here. Armament and Axes uh, didn't want a uh, Tech 9. Can you imagine? He could have just stacked Tech 9s for like, what, 100 bucks? <laughs> what, how much were they? I know. Like was it yeah. like, what was the price? <laughs> Seriously. They were like 100 bucks, I think. Damn. And he could they be just more. selling them at $1,000 a pop. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's a visionary, though. That's why he, he didn't like them then either. I don't, not, not that I blame him. From what I hear, they had a bad, they had like a they bad had reputation. A bad yeah, if not, they working. were a piece of junk, but you know. But I just think they're cool looking because you know why? For the because it was in so many movies. <laughs> they were plastic before plastic was cool. Yeah, they were, but they were also just. It's almost like you know you're programmed from it being in so many movies. Like oh, you know, yeah. now I'm a gun guy. I should at least have one of those. You know, so yeah, I get that. All right, I'm a Stargate fan. There you go, Stargate. Uh, there you go. All right, so what? let's see what Rich has here. Uh, well, this is actually not a real Tommy, gun. Is this? Oh, okay. I was about to say, this is some kind of weird Tommy gun looking thing. Yeah, it's uh, an 80% receiver that I'm going to build into a M1 Thompson. Oh, uh, okay. Huh. But it's the outside and the inside is just a solid block. Yeah. But it's a Thompson. Mm-hmm. Or will be. Yeah, very cool. Or will be. Are you doing videos on this, or what's the deal? Uh, building this one? Yeah, I'll do videos on it. Oh, very cool. Shit. Um, not, not right now. I'm not ready, but... Uh, the bag didn't go, did it? Oh, he didn't hear I us. My Rich, the, you didn't have a bag emergency, did you? Yeah. Um, no. No, I, I ripped, yanked my headphone cord out. Uh, Armament and Axis says he's just not a fan of them. He wish he would have uh, done that with the Mac 90s. Yeah. How much were Mac 90s? Not much. Mm. Okay. There's all kinds of stuff that should have bought. Yeah, absolutely. Should have not sold all the M1 carbines I sold for 250 bucks Ooh. over the years. Oh, that's something that blew up M1s. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I wish I could go back in a time machine to the 80s 
and just buy a whole bunch of, I would have put all my money. I would have starved. Listen to me, listen to this out. I would have starved and put all my money into Rolexes because right now those things are ridiculously really uh, priced out. Yeah, man. The Rolex market has gone super stupid crazy now. And if you think about it, like back in the days you could get into these things you know really really easily but now it's and and uh, i was reading an article that the people in china that are making all this money they're buying that over buying houses because you could put it on your wrist or put it in a bag or whatever and and move around the planet without having to worry about getting your money out of china so they're just buying up everything so there's a lot of things like that. that's interesting I don't yeah. worry about getting my money out of China. Well, yeah, you don't have any in there, but if you're in China yeah. with your money. But right, there's a right. lot of things. Like go back, when did when did Apple start? In the late seventies, early eighties? When did Apple when did Apple first go on the uh hmm. yeah. uh, might be like super early eighties, might be like at the edge edge of the seventies. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you there's a lot of things like that if you could go back. In New you know, Jersey in a garage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, for sure, guns. I mean, I can imagine guns is the same thing. There's guns. Oh, yeah. oh, There's all just... kinds of guns that you could have made a killing on, you know. Yeah, you know, if you went back to when they made all these things illegal and you just stacked machine guns. Yep. And then you. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. If you went back to hell, even if you went back to like. The late 80s, mm-hmm. nobody wanted machine guns. Nobody could afford to feed them. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't until, I mean, they really didn't start really taking off in money till what? Machine gun? years ago? Is that when machine guns really took off that everyone started getting Yeah, that's, that's when they just started to go crazy. I mean, when I got into it, Oh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, uh, and a brand new Uzi from Vector, full auto, was $2,500. Hmm. And they're now, what, 18, 18 grand? Jeez. So so right now with the, everything that was happening with ammos, did people want machine guns less or are machine gun prices still going up? Uh, they're, they're going up now. Uh, wow. They wow. had a slump of... Uh, around when trump was in office mm-hmm. i don't know exactly when and Did they you, went the to trump it they, mm-hmm. yeah they they died off during the trump slump yeah uh, and then they started to come back uh, yeah. i mean Armament, Armament uh, Axis says uh apple founded april 1st <coughs> 1976 <coughs> yeah i don't know if they were traded on the stock market until they oh no not then yeah i don't um, know when they went public yeah um, customer of mine bought a transferable HK Sear. Hmm. And it was just the Sear. Yeah, imagine if you stack those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, like what, what dropping auto Sears. Yeah, what did those oh, cost? God, when did he buy it? Four years ago. Okay. And he paid 30 grand for it. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. The I know I can sell a it. A trigger tomorrow. pack, basically, right? That's a trigger pack? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't even a trigger pack. It was just a sear by itself. Just, oh, just a sear. Oh. Yeah. I know tomorrow I could sell that sear for 42 grand. Wow. 
that's nuts. What were those yeah. back in the Crazy. days? What what did those cost back in the days? Seventy five bucks. Holy if that. Man. Yeah. Jeez. If, if I ever get my hands on that time machine, man. First yeah, of all, it, I'm gonna look at this back, episode. <laughs> if you went back pre eighty six, you could buy those things out of Shotgun News, uh, AR fifteen drop in auto sears and HK sears. You could buy those things for like fifty bucks. What's the most expensive machine gun that's out there right now? What's the most expensive machine gun to buy? Is it the Sturmgewehr or is it like a a Gatling gun? What's the most expensive one? I mean, if you're talking common stuff, Mm -hmm. you're talking um, probably the HK lines and like MP5s are going for, you know, 42 grand. Uh, what were what were uh, so okay so mp5 machine guns back when you could when you could get them what were those what did those cost well see you couldn't get them because they weren't out in 86 well oh yeah that's right that started somewhere because they had to be made before 1968 to be right 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 oh okay um so yeah and they're not yeah so you couldn't they wouldn't have been anything that you could right you could have gotten an hk94 which was the long barrel wannabe mp5 mm-hmm. uh what were they a thousand bucks or something back then hmm. you know you're talking an hk um you know it's really with the hks it's the damn sear that's worth all the money mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. get a transferable sear and shit. So what is um, the what is the most expensive machine gun out there that you've seen, at least? I have no idea. I don't even think about machine guns, man. You know, that's like when I win the lottery, well, then I'll compile I'm, the list. I'm trying to think there was something. Richard, Richard has a friend that wants uh, a couple of Gao Gatling guns for his helicopter. Yeah, a couple of mini guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, post sample minigun is about 250 grand. Mm. Um, a transferable minigun, million bucks. Hmm. Um, there is something that just sold, and somebody told me about it, and I can't remember what it was. It was like one of the old German machine guns or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it went for you know, I don't know, something $25 million or something <laughs> ridiculous. You know, it was just, you know, oh, there's five of them in the world and, you know, one transferable mm-hmm. in this country. And it went for stupid. It went up for auction and it went for mm-hmm. stupid money. Yeah. I wonder who has the most valuable collection. I know who did. Who? Oh, who's the guy? Uh, the Dragon Man? But not not the Dragon Man, but they confiscated all this stuff. Why can't I think of his name? Mm. A gun guy? Um, this is recent. Yeah, a gun guy. Uh, yeah. Over the summer. Over the summer? Who yeah. Oh, gosh. We're, we were just talking about that recently. I can't remember the guy's name. Oh. Yeah. Famous guy, older guy, and uh, uh, he never star? knew his. A movie guy or like no, a, just a YouTube movie? guy, wasn't he? No, I, no, I, older guy. Um, he just didn't renew his like SOT or something like that. Larry Vickers. Oh, Larry, oh, Vickers. Larry Vickers. Oh my geez. Yeah, 
imagine what his and he had a yeah, ton I mean, of machine he's dealing with all kinds of shit yeah yeah he's got a lot of stuff going on you know uh yeah uh brian, brian quick said you know trey night you know yeah i don't know who yeah. owns that stuff i don't think trey owns it <clears throat> i think all that stuff is owned by his dad reed mm-hmm. yeah trey that's what i was thinking trey's the son right trey's the son yeah yeah, yeah. Trey is trey. In, he is reed knight the third yeah i've met um i've met trey at yep. uh sema show yeah oh wow I'm actually rocking my SEMA show jacket right now from SEMA um, show 21. What? Um, but yeah, I, I met um, I met him at SEMA show, oh my God, in 2019 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and and was really you know, cool. the big thing with like uh, Reed Knight, mm-hmm. he has a massive collection. That's what I hear. Yeah. But it's a museum. Yeah. Okay. Is it him that owns it, or is it the museum that owns it, or, or it could is be it, a trust or something like that? Yeah. Um, Max Tamal um, 007, who I've never seen comment, says, "Okay, I'm definitely not getting this one right. I am, uh, I am better off saying what was that word? Manganese. I could say manganese yeah. a kajillion <laughs> times. That's, what is that's this? Probably what it is. Yeah. It uh, was something, uh, I think it was fall Schumacher. Yeah. Fall Schumacher. Falsham Jagger, Falsham Jagger, forty-two. Yeah, Falsham. That could Jagger. very well be what sold. What the hell? Oh, hold on. Let me look. Money. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what the heck is a Falsham Jagger? Yeah, this is gonna take me forever to spell. Yeah, it's an uh, FG forty-two. Hell, you copy and paste. Oh, oh, FG forty-two. Yeah. Um, and that could have been the one that that just most, sold. That's the most expensive. Um, I don't know if it's the most expensive. They're real expensive, though. Uh, Let's see. You know, the question is, does Walter have one? No, he's got a semi-auto, I think. Uh, for some reason, my phone my phone is not connecting to this thing. I'm trying to put my to show what's on my phone up here. Let's see if we can get this to work. <laughs> trying to show. Come on, phone. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Falsham Gawair. So, oh, it's like Sturm Gawair, Falsham yeah. Gawair, 42 yeah. paratrooper rifle. Oh, wait, who had one of these? Walter, didn't Walter had a se- have a semi-auto? Yeah, Walter has a semi-auto of this. Is that, how yeah. much did this, and this sold for $25 million? I, I think it was something stupid like that. Holy. But it could have been, see, they made some of those. In the same cartridge that the STG forty four was made in, this the eight millimeter curves. Okay. And it could have been one of the eight millimeter curves because they're rare as hen's teeth. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but I mean, any of that stuff that's you know, because a lot of these old machine guns, there's mm-hmm. one. You know, there's mm-hmm. one transfer. Um, what, what is the most? What's the like most? Um... What's the most valuable gun in the world? I, I, I guess it is. Forty-five happen. caliber Luger. What are you talking about? Forty-five caliber Luger. There's one made. Forty-five caliber Luger. Yep. Forty-five caliber Luger. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. I got to go search another. And how much is that? What does that run? Oh, I don't know. I, it's been a decade since I've looked at yeah. that. Let's see. Uh, what does that look like? Oh, that looks like. The big Luger. 
Yeah. What, what, so there was only one of these made? Yes. Huh. Yeah, that FG-42. Um, Why was there only Max one of those made? Max 007 said one sold at Rock Island our auction for 316000 which, you know, in the world of expensive machine guns, that's nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's chump change. Mm -hmm. You know, because there are stuff that sell for millions. Yeah. Um, Those, um, that Rock Island um, auction, that thing is no joke. I was just talking about Rolexes. I know I have a friend that collects Rolexes. They sell guns and Rolexes. Yeah. In that thing. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but that video I did on the 1921 Colt Thompson Okay, no, I didn't see that. It. That mm-hmm. actual gun I did in the video is mm-hmm. probably going to go to uh, Rock Island for sale. Hmm. Okay. You know, because the guy wants to get rid of it, and I've been telling him, you know, that's where yeah. it's got to go. You is know, it, if you want uh, the top money for it, you know, send it there. Yeah. Night Train says, how about the rare Mondragon? Mondrag- is it Mondragon or Man- Mondragoon? Rifle, Mondragon rifle. I don't even know what the hell that is. Yeah, I don't even know. Mondragon rifle. Oh, it's a thing. Uh, Oh, Manuel Mondragon. Okay, hold on. Let's put this up here. People see it refers to one of two rifle designs developed by Mexican artillery officer General Manuel Mondragon. Uh, these design includes a straight pull bolt action M1893 and M1894. Huh. <laughs> so what is the craziest gun? And I know this is completely off topic, but it's kind of fun. Um, what is the craziest gun either one of you guys have seen in person or one of the coolest or weirdest or more most rare guns that you've seen in person? Like, you were there. You didn't necessarily touch it, but you were right there with it. Maybe it was behind glass or, you know, it was on display and you were... Uh, Flying Rich, you got one? No, well, an Airshow A-10 with a Vulcan Gatling gun. Okay. Vulcan Gatling gun. Um, okay. Interesting, interesting. I think probably, mm-hmm. you know, any of the original Gatling guns. Mm-hmm. But I think that Gardner gun is pretty cool. The Gardner. And it's, it's two barrels side by side. And you turn a crank and there's bolts in it that go and fire one barrel after another. And it's just mm-hmm. neat. Gardner gun. Okay, that's a that looks like a early um is that Yeah, a, that's turn of the century or something. Yeah. 18 something. Yeah. Okay, so mine mine are two that I could think of immediately. Okay. What was the name of that movie with Tom Selleck uh that was uh, Quigley? Yeah, Quigley. I actually yep. saw that Quigley gun in person. Yeah. Like I could go touch it like that. Um uh, I saw that somewhere that I went, <laughs> uh, and that was really cool to see because I saw that I've seen that movie. I thought that movie was a really was a really yeah. cool movie. And then the other one that I saw that was really rare is I went to the Dragon Man Museum a couple of years ago uh, in Colorado, and Dragon Man. 
I actually asked him what was like the coolest, most rare gun he had in there. And in, in a glass case, he had this um, like a belt buckle gun from uh, from from the Germans. Yeah, from um, Hitler's yeah. bodyguards had like a belt buckle gun that flipped yeah. out and it shot wood bullets. Mm-hmm. Wood bullets. Yeah, yeah. And it had it had swastika and everything on it. Yeah. And he said that he there was only like somewhere like two or four of them ever that oh existed. My gosh. And yeah. the one that he had was serial number zero zero one or something like that. And he was oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You so couldn't fire crazy. real bullets out of it because it'd kill you. <laughs> well, so in 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 World War Two, did, did they have to resort to wood bullets and stuff like that a lot back then? In that in, uh, or it was just the gun. I've never heard of that. It was yeah. just the, the force of the gun going off. Wow, um, would probably kill you. Because you figure where it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It's awful close to your nutsack. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I could put a gun. <laughs> we got like 20-something seconds. Would you actually rock a belt buckle gun? Real quick, no. you two. Okay. Hoffman says no. I don't know. Like a North American pug? Something like that? No, oh, yeah, they have is something that shoots from the belt buckle. It doesn't come yeah. off. Yeah. It doesn't like flip out? No. Yeah. Well, it, okay. It, We're it, breaking. After the belt buckle, we wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk. T U S C. Yeah, see, this is why we have the... Oh, look at that. Oh, look like Superman. Rich has got his tough shirt on under the brown... Dude, how um how much, like, actual gear do you have on today, man? You've got your... Bro- look, at, look at Flying Rich. He's got on... First of all, behind him, he has this massive uh, John Crump Live Team Uncool banner. So there yep. you go. Then he has on the uh, BOP patch on a hat. He's got the Brownells onesie on and a Tusk yep. shirt. And, and his and underwear. Where's your underwear from? Who knows? Probably just generic. Not, probably not even rock. Generic any. tidy whities, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your tidy whities. Big old brown streak in them. <laughs> 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 With skin bars, yes. Hey, you know, landing strips, landing strips. Uh, Here, Hank, I just looked over and saw something cool that, what? you know, oh. you said, what, what's cool guns? Mm-hmm. And this thing is a piece of junk, but I think it's really cool. Ooh. What is this? Is this a... Whoa. It's uh... a 410 shotgun, but it was made turn of the century as a pistol. Oh, There's that is crazy. That go on it here. You know, hammer. It's got the you know cocking lever. I've got all the parts for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so weird. That's almost that's it. almost like this. That's like a, yeah. a older version of this of this yeah. uh, Henry. That, yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, yeah, like there's the Ithaca auto burglar. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, but that's cool. I got this a uh, gun shop called Man. Yeah, like so a look at that. Cut it up. Yeah, that's cool. You know, if uh, if anybody works at a gun shop and they get one of these in, mm-hmm. 
Yes, they're illegal unless they're registered. But you know how you make them illegal? You take the damn barrel off. You mean how you make them legal? How you make them legal? How you make them legal. You just take the barrel off. They're no longer illegal. Mm-hmm. Don't cut it up like this. <laughs> now I got to weld it back together. Oh, so oh, okay. <laughs> so that's the job that you're doing. You can. Uh, that's that that'll be cool. Uh, gun shop gave it to me. They said we got this in and we cut it up because we were afraid to have it. We knew you want it. And it's like punk. Well, you before you cut it up. You yeah, talk, yeah, exactly. Talk, don't start cutting guns up, man. You're a gun shop for crying out loud. Right? They it's could like, hold you first. Take the barrel off. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. that's it? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, did anyone guess what uh, what this very powerful weapon is? In the, this is a very powerful weapon inside um, of this. Does anyone guess? Anyone? It's a double dog. Huh? It's a double dog. A double dog? That's going to be one skinny <laughs> double. Yeah. Anyone know no guesses? Anyone out there have any guesses as to what this is here before we move on? Come on. Let's get some guesses. Uh, Flying Rich guesses. Come on. Oh, gosh. You're killing me. And I, I'm like, what's he had on the show before? Yeah. And showing us. And now, is that the complete gun or just a barrel? I said weapon. I said weapon. Weapon. All right. I didn't so say gun. I said weapon. Switchblade. Nope. Nope. Not a switchblade. Weapon. Anyone? A very powerful. See, I'm guessing some kind of knife. Very powerful weapon. That's a clue. Uh, That's a clue. Unless no? it's it's a uh, who was the flashlight that exploded um, and killed a guy? Cruise man says it's a pick of Hank's face. Oh, thank you, Cruise man. You're so. You are so nice. <laughs> Uh, what is what is the flashlight that exploded and killed somebody? I don't even what flashlight exploded. What what light? O light. It's an O light. When did O light exploded and killed someone? No, really. Yeah, yeah. When was you didn't know that? When was this? So apparently somebody put the wrong battery in O light and they had it Mm -hmm. in their mouth and it overheated and exploded and killed them. It's true. I saw it on the internet. Right. (laughs) Why the hell would somebody put a flashlight in their mouth? People, mechanics do it all the time. And when it overheats, why is it still in your mouth? Why is it yeah. in your mouth as it's heating up? Why don't you go, oh, this thing that my lips are holding onto is getting hot. Well, I guess a lot of people have been there already. Yeah. Oh, like the only <laughs> flashlight with a confirmed kill. It's, uh, it's probably, okay, listen, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop messing around with you guys. So this, and I have shown this before. Here, let me see. It's the brass rod that Lola Let's see if this will see that. Can anyone read what that says right there? Can anyone read that? What it says right there? Um, Nate, no. Yeah. They okay. They look at look at that. Rich Rich can actually read, even though he's a old he's a old dude. Yeah. I'm gonna open up. Yes. There you go. I'm gonna open up the. uh, So this is the wand of Professor Snape from. from uh yeah but it's not the elder wand you know uh no it's not the elder one but it's the elder wand is the most so i went to uh, yeah i went to harry potter land you know in universal years ago with the kids when my kids were still relatively young and um we all bought one so lola bought one and the boys i don't even know where theirs are but i've always kept mine in good shape and i chose professor snape's wand so, you know, you could do, like, the Cruciatus curse with this. 
you could do the Avracadaver or whatever the you know, whatever. Avracadaver, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, you could do all those uh, Wingardium Leviosa. Wingardium, you could do all those if you're into Nothing's Harry levitating. Potter. Yeah, I mean, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd, so without a doubt, I'm definitely uh, a Harry Potter nerd. So I, I can, but magic, I can but tell these you a Harry are, Potter these are story about my wife. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So we're we're leaving Harry Potter land, and she's got her wand because she went to uh, who who's the wand maker? What's his name? Uh, Gringotts or something? No, or, no. The uh, uh, there's a wand shop. Yeah, there's a wand. You, uh, you buy the wands. Yes. Anyhow, so someone will tell us I'm the name of the wand shop. I like so, this because I like look at look at the uh, this is about as good as I can get it to. Uh, let's see. Go ahead. I think they're like epoxy resin. So mm-hmm. there's somebody with a sorting hat. My wife looks up and says, wow, how dumb is that to have a sorting hat that doesn't talk? I said about as dumb as having a wand that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you slept on the couch that, that night. You know. And ever since, yes. You didn't get a wand? You guys you guys went and, and you did that and you you were wet black. No, I worked too hard for my money. Yeah. Yeah, so I flying, didn't get a wand. The kids okay. got... Did the kids get? Yeah, kids yeah. and my wife got them. I, I got to save up for fifty cal ammo. Uh, you guys had to be grown ups, huh? I remember going to like Universal with my kids, and when they got their face painted, I get my face painted too. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you gotta have fun. That's only like uh, one time. Uh, Brian Quick says, breaking news, man armed with magic wand defends family from home invaders. <laughs> that would be such a cool, like, video for someone to make, you know? Like, take one of those, you know, we always see those home invasion uh, videos, yeah. and then somehow, you know, create it where it looks like the guy comes out with a wand and he's like, you know, Avacadaver to you, you know, messing everyone up. Um yeah, I always thought that was kind of ironic in Harry Potter. I got I know, a magic wand. I know that the Harry Potter writer chick, J.K. Rowling's, was kind of liberal for a while. I think they've kicked her out of the liberal empire now, right? Because yeah, they the, hate her now. Yeah, they hate her now. But I always thought it was like, hey, you know, these wands kill people. <laughs> you know, the, well, no, you know what? I'm wrong. I apologize. I sincerely Ollivander. apologize. It's Ollivander's wand. Ollivander's, yeah. You know, it's not wands that kill people. People kill people, not wands. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. damn wands that do it. Yeah. The wands don't we kill need the people. Control. Yeah. You need to put, lock them up in a safe at night. Yeah. You know, you need to get insurance for your wand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and they did that like in one of the stories. Isn't that what the story was about? They didn't want to teach the kids how to use the wands to defend themselves. Remember? Yeah, one of the one of the Harry Potter episodes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Well, I, I know they started not teaching the dark arts in one one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one movie. Yeah, it was that Karen bitch that they had on there that was. Yeah, you can't, uh, there, Dolores, there was one Dol- Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, Karen yeah. Umbridge or whatever the hell her name was. Yeah, there was a crazy cat lady. Mm-hmm. But it's the same kind of thing, you know, you like you have to learn how to defend yourself. This is the same or you have to be able to defend yourself and we should teach our kids how to defend themselves and you know, we should trust them with that with those abilities. Of course people are going to do bad things and and go the wrong way, but you know, ultimately you have to be able to defend yourself, right? Yep. You know. It's always like yeah. I say to a lot of these people, imagine 
Like a lot of these same folks are animal lovers and I, you know, I'm an animal, you know, I appreciate animals and all that, you know. Um, so imagine you have a dog or a cat and you declaw them, right? That's a cruel thing to do to declaw cats, for example, and people do it. Yep. But you declaw this cat and you, and you like cats are a lot, um, they're way more difficult to keep indoors than even dogs, right? And now that cat is out there with no freaking claws. I mean, he's just he's just open prey for anyone for any creature. Uh-huh. You know? So why would you declaw human beings? You know, why would you declaw people and have them be out there and they're just open prey for anyone? So Because they want people to be prey. Yeah. Ultimately. They want them to be prey for the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can tell them how they should live and what they should do and eat mm-hmm. and think and a hundred percent, man. That's what we have going on. All right. So listen, this is the guest topic here. Um, I don't know if flying, if flying rich. Did you want to talk about some stuff you're up to? I know you got some projects going on. Do you want to talk about that? So yeah, I I have a new version. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad I switched right at that moment to fly. What happened? <laughs> All right, so I, I have suction cups on the banner, uh-huh. and uh, one, one of the suction cups let loose. Oh, so no, Rich. It was Hank. I saw him with this wand. Yeah, exactly. It, I, it, Hank did it with I, the wand. I did a secret with Guardian Leviosar on you. The opposite. You made it heavy. So this is the Glock bullpup. I actually had that was functioning and I made a V2 version of it because there's an issue right here with these two pieces staying together. And my V2 has some lugs where the forward grip, um, you know, snaps into Mm -hmm. and I test fired it yesterday and and apparently it works. Yeah, yeah, it looks like you broke it. Worked it worked really good because the lug focused all the energy right here, so it it broke apart. So that's the so, weakest, that's the point of least resistance right there that broke, obviously. Yeah. So I 3D printed another one. This print just finished, you know, midday, and I yeah. threw it together quick, but uh, something's up. My trigger isn't working right. So I was going to hopefully test this today. I, I guess I'll take it apart, figure out what's going on with the trigger that it's not working. Mm-hmm. and get that running and that but looks the, like that was printed that's printed with a different material from looks like right so this is pla plus and the front mm-hmm. was pla and it's actually printed on a different printer and let me just slide this together let's see do you all notice the awesomeness of us magically not getting uh not getting uh kicked off oh you know what i like your i like your trigger on there oh yeah i that that's a custom you know oh. thing I did. Not, not a big deal. Just squadron, nonsense. and you got the squadron logo too. I'm seeing. That. Yep, got the yeah. squadron logo in there. First attempt at that. That, yeah. that wasn't so good, actually. Uh, oh, I don't have the parts right. So here, just but... so everyone knows, and the people listening on audio, Rich is working on a bullpup Glock. And we got that from Control Pew. We got a bunch of parts yep. from uh, JSD Supply as well as Brownells. Uh, and Rich. Razor JB and Razor JB did a lot of uh, work on that. And who I who I don't know who else, Rich. Um, or uh, I think that's it. So Razor okay. JB, he gave me the sights and the guide rod spring. 
Mm-hmm. And Brownells, I think that's the Brownells slide yeah, barrel and yeah. compensator. Yep. And I got the rails and lower parts kit from JSD. Yeah. Uh, so big shout out to all those people. What do you think about this? What do you think about this, Hoff? I know you're into 3D print. You're still doing 3D printing stuff, right? Uh, yeah, some just, you know, mm-hmm. trying to deal with cancer and everything else and get the shop back in order. I really mm-hmm. haven't done a whole lot with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my problem is I'm coming at it from a manufacturing standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to be, at least in the near future, it's never going to be good enough for mm-hmm. a product that I can sell that I don't have to worry about it breaking. Because mm-hmm. it tends, you know, it's like wood. It shears at the seams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a grain to it. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a grain to it. So and, there's different, you know. Uh, so I know you have a different printer, I think, from what Rich has, from what yeah. Flying Rich has. Um, there's different printers and different materials, right? But, I mean, from yeah. what I see, a lot of people are using uh, 3D printing for prototypes and developing stuff. Yeah. Prototypes, I mean, they are great for doing prototype work, uh, doing fixturing stuff. You know, if you're, if you need to make a couple of parts, you can fixture up real quick with 3d printing. They're great for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I also look at it that, you know, Oh, well, this piece took me 36 hours to print. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I can machine that in like five hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what is is that, Rich? What's that part right there? So this is not a bump stock. It's a like kind of the grip version of that, and that'll go around an AR-15 pistol grip, and it allows you to bump fire it. Okay, so this is for the bump fire deficient people like myself who have no clue how to really. Because I can't yeah. bump fire like I like can't Mac. bump fire a stock either. Yeah, Mac could bump fire the living daylights out of anything. It's almost like, how the hell is he doing that? Yeah, yeah, he's got the rhythm. Yeah, SHF Walt says nice BOP onesie, Rich. Shout out to Walter just, out there. Just got it yesterday. I, I threw it on today and instantly took a nap. <laughs> so <laughs> and, you had- and Walt. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, well, what, what's your wife say about the onesie? Because my wife is like the first thing out of her mouth is "What's that?" and that is not attractive. Okay, she's talking about you. She's not talking about the onesie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, where, what did Peggy say? I'm wondering what Peggy said to Walter about the onesie. Oh, Peggy, I think likes that onesie. Yeah, I think Peggy rocks that onesie more than Walt. And I got to say thanks to to Peggy and Walter and Will. They were so nice to me the the when I was out at Shot Show. They're just great people to hang around with. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty awesome. You know, at Shot Show, that's what I miss every year at Shot Show. They take me out and feed me and everything. It's all you know. I mean, what else can a dude ask for? You know. Yeah. While you're out in Vegas, um, so what? So. Hoffman, you haven't uh, really, you haven't gotten as deep into the 3D printing as you would like to, huh? Not really. You know, okay. I need to. Uh, I need. Do to I need to send Flying Rich fun. over there? Do I need to send Flying Rich over there? To, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, I think I think we need to make this happen, Rich. What are you doing Friday, Hoff? I'm 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 uh, I'm envisioning <laughs> I'm envisioning uh, YouTube shorts from uh, you know from the two dicks. 
Two short dicks. Yeah. So, all right, I, I should show you what my wife walks around in, and I, I don't oh, mention whoa, whoa, to her whoa, whoa, that wait, it's not Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't. Yeah, I, don't get yourself in that kind of trouble. That, oh no, I'm not. But I, I'm just saying, you know, Walt. Walt said uh, that Peggy puts his onesie on and uses it. Yeah, she wears it. Okay, listen. Let's go back to the bullpup Glock. Um, yeah. Hoffman, what do you think about this bullpup Glock? You have any ideas here? You're a dyed in the wool old school uh, gun guy. What are you thinking about this? Okay, Rich. What I want to know that hump behind the grip. Mm-hmm. That's right a part of the grip. That right there. Mm-hmm. That's where the Why trigger is. That's not part of the frame. Yeah, it's just part of the design. And apparently there's a new design out, but I haven't gotten a copy of it yet. Because mm-hmm. if you made that part of the, the grip or right. part of the magwell part, yeah. it would make that section much stronger. Uh, Absolutely. I yeah. see the point you make. You know, let's see. Yeah. That's, that's why we got the Hoffman around. That's a good point right there. Uh, it would take out that stress area there and give you much more material. Because that's where it broke, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And yeah. let's see. Is my stock going to go in? Oh, no. It's not going to go on. Hold on. Oh, the screw is just sticking out enough, but I 3D printed a folding stock also. Mm-hmm. So it'll. Oh, nice. And it clicks in there. Locks in. Yep. Yeah. yeah it uses an AR-15 uh, mag release spring. Yeah. So what other what other advice do you have for this, Hoff? I, I want to see uh, what else are you thinking here looking at this? That would be my first change. Make that. Yeah. You know, all one piece, you know, have the, the front grip section a separate piece, but mm-hmm. make that back little hump part of the magazine well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I was, you know, it's weird. Like, I mean, I thought they were going to do something to make the grip also like a place that you can hold a, an extra yeah. mag, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the version that Control Pew is working on, this is hollow to put a mag in. Mm-hmm. Put a mag. So it hasn't, at least it hasn't been released to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I could, I haven't checked his Discord recently, but I, mm-hmm. I would have to take a look. Yeah, um, that's the best way from, from what Alex says. Uh, to keep up with the Discord, I think, is the thing to do with those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Um so that's that's your changes you would make. Any other problems you've been having with that uh, flying wrench? Well, so what I did, my changes, let's see. So I put this step right here so it kind of locks the front in. Mm-hmm. And let's see, you can see right here where I have these, you know, nubs that the front – grip piece fits into okay so those were my two changes and that's what seemed to focus all the stress right in this corner here Mm -hmm. so yeah it seems like it looks to me like so like how hoffman was saying to put that bump on on uh on the frame then wouldn't it make it more difficult like how do you connect the grip part to the whole thing if you do that 
Actually, I got another idea since Hoffman said that. If mm -hmm. there's no reason I can't put material across here, right, mm -hmm. bridging this gap and still keep the same design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can even make a piece that slides into that little hump. What is that hump? You're, uh, well, that's where the trigger goes. So that's where this oh, trigger so linkage is going to the stock uh, Glock trigger. Yeah. Okay. So the linkage, the trigger is actually in, in there, and the linkage is connecting to it, right? Yeah. For okay. for the most part. Yeah. There's like a, yeah. a basically there's a custom nub that replaces the trigger, and that's where the uh, trigger, the new trigger, connects in. Oh. Hoffman Tactical did uh, like if you picture an AR-15 and the buffer tube. He put like triangle bracing on it on his 3D print, mm -hmm. and that that's kind of the same idea. You know what? That would definitely fix it. Like if I just ran some support, I wouldn't have to change anything. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty smart. And You're going the gun business. Yeah, Hoffman Tactical. Yeah. Is he related to you? Not that I know of. Yeah, you sure? I'm spitting out no. Some Little extra Hoffmans we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. With my family, you never know what may, might be creeping around. Right. What's that? What's Hoffman is? Uh, I guess is that German? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you ask my dad, it was it was Prussian. Prussian. Was it German? It was Prussian. Prussian. Okay. Uh, that's pre-German. Yeah, Prussians are, is that pre-German? Look at Rich putting up team. Team uncool fell down. You should leave it. It's uncool down. When you put it up, it's not cool. It's un. It's the un uncool. When you put it back up. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you? What do the folks out there? Either you guys or the folks out there. What do you all think about? Um, you know, three D printing. Uh, I'll leave this open to anyone to jump in there. What would be the dream stuff to 3D print? Gun world or otherwise? Ooh. I actually, Hank, I'll show you some project I'm working on that I'm using 3D printing, but I, I can't show you. This is this is a little complicated story. I'll have to tell you off camera because it's unfortunately uh -oh. not a publicly consumable story yet. Oh boy. <laughs> Okay, but, that, I don't think me and Hoffman need to know at all. <laughs> so uh, there's there's cool things you can do. So if you – one of the guys um, – I, I don't remember if it was my show or somebody else's show. We, we had somebody about 3D printing was talking. Actually, I think it was DLD After Dark, and he had a couple of guys on. And what they were saying is if you're not – if you're just downloading something and printing, you're missing 90% of the fun. And I almost never download something and print it. I always modify it a little bit. And that's because a lot of these files are open source. You go to Thingiverse and you can download it, and then you can remix it and then upload it, just like what I did with uh, the Glock, which probably was a bad idea, but mm -hmm. now I learned from I got a better idea after talking to Hoffman. And, yeah. and so it's the community contributing and coming up with better ideas. So there's like two other things you can do, or at least I've thought about doing with 3D printing is, or, or other people have done, let me, let me put it that way, that I've seen 
So if you think of 3D printing as like, I'm going to print this and this is the final product, you're, you're pigeonholed into only producing things out of plastic like this. But one of the guys uh, posted an AR9 design that you could 3D print, but he also posted one that you could do a lost PLA process. So just like you do a lost wax process when you cast things um, from aluminum or something like that, other metals, Mm -hmm. what you would do is you would have a wax version of the item and then you'd put it in a kiln and melt it out. You'd pour plaster around it and you'd leave a duct for it to melt out. Yeah, or you can do the same thing with PLA or something like that. Yeah. And then you can cast – so the guy was casting an AR9 lower mm-hmm. after making a PLA version of it. So you can do that. You could also manufacture a mold, like a 3D print something, and then make a silicone mold of the mold and then th- print uh, – do injection molding of that. Mm-hmm. So you could use 3D printing to make a silicone mold and then – Make low budget uh, do injection uh, molding. Yeah, yeah, do low budget injection because that's expensive, right? So, like, I I'm not going to show you what it is, but okay. there's tabs here and they interlock. So, um, this object it's like the negatives of a mold. Mm-hmm. So when you put it together, uh, 3D, uh, you make a silicone mold of it and then mm-hmm. put it together at a lock, and then you can do an injection mold out of it. Yeah. Uh, Hoffman, you were saying companies, uh, companies. Yeah, uh, uh, Pine Tree Casting mm-hmm. started doing that. Um, oh God, when was that? Probably fifteen or twenty years ago. Um, doing prototypes, and they'd print them in uh, low melt plastic, mm-hmm. and then they. Uh, uh, lost wax cast them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know my the casting company my mother used for her silver and gold business is doing the same thing. I could send them a file and they'll print it out, make a mold of it, uh, make the silicone mold of it, mm-hmm. and then print it in uh, silver, gold, bronze, whatever yeah. I wanted it. Yeah, jewelry would be a great thing. I mean, even uh-huh. like in in our world, it'll be a cool way to make some cool, uh, you know, gun related yeah. jewelry. Even right, if you think about it, sure. You know, that'll be that. That would be, uh, but like if you're thinking about starting a business or something like that yeah. to cater to folks in the gun world. Uh, <laughs> Somebody who knows how to do 3D modeling well mm-hmm. can make a lot of money doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruise Man said I would get one to 3D print action figure parts. That's cool, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you can make it. And look, a 3D printer, what people don't realize, the Ender 3, and and I hate calling the Ender 3 an entry-level printer because people are doing very sophisticated things with it. You can get them for $200 or less. And uh, Micro Center on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, whatever it was, they had them for $100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think there's more and more people getting into it. And I think a lot of people in the firearms industry, from what I see, a lot of companies are using this to make the prototypes we often see. Yeah, a lot of companies Mm -hmm. have have switched to this for all their prototyping stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know Caltech did, Ruger did years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is it, the LCP? 
Ruger's little pistol. Um, yeah, the copy of the Caltech. Yeah, when they mm-hmm. came out with that, they they three D printed the. I guess it was the revolver they did. Hmm. What is it? The LC LCR or L uh, something like. That. They came maybe, out with yeah. it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, they three D printed that whole gun, and just handed it around the shop, and you know, yeah, who like who doesn't? What are the things you don't like? Blah blah blah. Yeah. The well, that that was the P fifteen they just came out with. Uh, Chad was telling me that mm-hmm. at Shot Show. And they printed out a couple of different grip designs for the P15, and everybody around the shop checked it out and you know voted on what they liked best. And then they yeah. went to production with that you know that design. On that one, say that again. I say that when they were printing uh, one of the halves, but it wasn't finished in time. Okay. So um, I didn't get to. Okay, you know. Um, I think that's a that's a cool really cool way to to do things mess around with it and have everyone kind of like get their hands on it and and we're probably seeing some cooler and cooler stuff come out nowadays because at least it's starting there right and then there's yeah then they can decide like okay do we want to invest a bunch more time and start doing machining and stuff like that well Uh, as as good as 3d design is and as good as people are with 3d design there's nothing like having it in your hands to see how it works and even brandon herrera is 3d printing parts of the ak-50 just Mm -hmm. to see how like hey this is how the cam is going to work this is how the bolt is going to work and maybe make revisions to it based on things that you see once it's a physical object Mm -hmm. as opposed to getting something machine saying oh man that's never going to work and the this you know because something for for me to print this it might be three dollars four dollars you know it's certainly less than 10 bucks but if you're going to have something like that cnc machine that's a stink load of money yeah yeah absolutely you know um yeah so i I, and and hopefully when we get rich back into fighting shape you know when we get hoffman back into fighting shape he'll be doing because i i was really you know i'm looking forward to you doing some of that stuff um, yeah. I know I'm that's just, why you got the 3D uh, printer, right? You have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, you know, after this year, I need to get caught up on my, all my backlog on gunsmithing and parts. You know, once I can get all that stuff done, and now Nick is starting to come out into the shop, uh, so I'm starting to get him up to speed to help me out. You know, once I get that all caught up, then there's all kinds of stuff I got lined up that I want to do, you know, 3D printing, you know, and I'll be doing a lot of 3D printing, figuring out new parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I can just design it, print it up, print it, you know, does that feel right? Does it look right? You know, because mm-hmm. so many times you make something, you know, you, you 3D model it. Wow, that looks really good. And then you print it and it's like, that looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, or you yeah, hold yeah. it in your hand and it's like, it just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and with 3D printing, it's not huge money to adjust it and change it and mm-hmm. make another. Yeah. Or even you get excited. Like I remember, you know, w- when uh, Rich and I were putting this whole thing together, 
Um, I don't know, Rich. I don't know how, like, I'm not saying you weren't excited in the beginning, but I think I could see that you got a little bit more amped up when you started like printing the stuff and, you know, getting it in your hands and then turning, you know, mm-hmm. turning or turning. Oh it yeah. Around. Yeah. There, there's definitely, once you have something in, I don't have the smaller version of this kicking around, but mm-hmm. like I, I 3d printed a Mac trash can and there's a cluster of raspberry Pis in here and uh, a five port switch. But like this part, when I redesigned it, I printed it quarter scale so you can do tricks like that. So instead of taking eight hours to print, it took two hours to print at quarter scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that makes it exciting. So Flying Rich, when you were at SHOT Show, uh, obviously we couldn't, you know, like from our perspective when we were doing the live stuff, we couldn't see a lot of things. Did you see some cool, exciting things, you know, in the winds here for 3D printing. I know the big news was, um, was uh, what's his name coming out with the, what was it, the zero percenter for the... For the oh, yeah, Cody Wilson, the sure. ghost gunner. But did you see any other stuff like that out there? I, you know, I really didn't, and I, I didn't stop and talk to a lot of people. It, see, my plan for SHOT Show was uh, I was going to be John Crump's wingman, and I, I was going to let John guide me by, guide me around. And... So a lot of people, they'll plan shot by like, hey, I got to see this booth, this booth, this booth, or they'll just go, you know, zigzag up and down the hallways. So I was trying to, you know, meet with some companies that I knew, see their products. Um, I really didn't do a lot of talk about 3D printing to people. I like, okay. it, it, I'll tell you what was interesting at shot twice. I just sat down at a random table and started talking to somebody. And it was just somebody super interesting that you normally wouldn't bump into, like the owner of a company and, you know, they got some interesting mm-hmm. projects. And so that that was probably the coolest thing was the accidental meetings. I, I really didn't, you know, focus on 3D printing. OK. Was there anything, Hoffman, that you were you following all of that or you don't really follow the SHOT Show stuff not, too much? Not really. I got burned out of SHOT Show so many years ago, mm-hmm. you know actually doing a booth at shot show you know and i always did it by myself oh you did okay yeah that just tears your ass up you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know most of my stuff you know the newest of the stuff that i work on was made in 86 Mm -hmm. so it's not like who cares about this new stuff i can't make any money on it Mm -hmm. well i think uh, i you know i think a lot of what's old it's coming back again. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, someone like yourself that has the understanding that you do of actually having to make these by machining them and then yeah. mixing that with this new technology, 3D printing, all, all these kind of, all this kind of different stuff. Um, I think that's kind of where the future, like how we, you know, we pull things out in the future, if that makes any sense to people. You know? Yeah. Uh, Walter says, I think that's a cruise missile CPU. Uh, uh, so i i joke that it i failed at making a cube set mm -hmm. because it's a cylinder set uh that looks almost like something that uh and that makes a lot of freaking noise that looks (laughs) that looks like something that darth vader would go into to recover or something like a a back to (laughs) what is it is it called a back to tank um, oh, I don't know. But th- this is supposed to be like the Mac trash can, yeah. the uh, Mac Pro trash can. Yeah. But I really do think like I, I'm excited to see Richard Hoffman 
kind of like mixing up these two worlds and coming up with some things, even if like, like Rich, you were talking about, you know, maybe just making the parts and supplying it to these guys who are 3D printing things. Because right. oh, yeah. yeah, the folks out there are developing some really cool stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in CAD. And some and, you know, at some point they need to be able to start putting these things together. I think the big thing is getting the parts, but then also kind of like mixing the old and new, I think, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's going to be the. Exciting yeah, I, I think there's a lot of it, it, just like how the auto manufacturers went back. Uh, look look at Chrysler, all of the retro type cars that they yeah. came out with, uh, the mm-hmm. Challenger, the Charger, those types of things. Yeah, I think there's a lot of guns of the past that are probably worth revisiting and looking at with a new angle on how yeah. could I make that yep. in yeah. 2022 terms. Yeah. And we could really do some cool, almost like what Remington tried to do with the R51, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I'd do <laughs> it better. Yeah, something because there's a lot. I don't understand when I was reading my NRA magazine, it said it was the greatest gun ever. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we have time to uh, to see. Yeah, let's not even go. (laughs) But yes, there can be some really cool stuff. There can be some really cool stuff on the horizon. Um, and it'll be interesting to see that. I would like to see that. There might be some things that we never, you know, we never got in America or things that were came out a long time ago and, and it would be cool. We could figure out. And I know that it's, it's, uh, one thing that gets in the face of all the nonsense that these people are doing out there and trying to throw at us. Right. You know, so. Well, yeah, the the ability, you know, like they say in the 3D printing world, you can't stop the signal. The the genie's out of the bottle. And, and no. realistically, it's the genie of the 21st century's out of the bottle. It, you've always been able to take two pieces of pipe and make a shotgun in under 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So the, there's now new ways of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, listen. Let's start wrapping this up here. I think you know we went we uh, we went through time real real fast here. Let's start wrapping this up. I am going to start with Richard Hoffman, and uh, I'm going to ask him to tell the folks out there he is like a social media mogul. I see him all over the place. I you am know. trying. Yeah. So how uh, can the folks I'm, find you, man? I'm. You know, you can go to my website, uh, bwefirearms.com. Uh, you can go to just about all the social media places, except maybe TikTok or, you mm-hmm. know. Did you get up on, what is, what is the, uh, what is the Trump one? Is it Gitter? Gitter? Uh, I, mm-hmm. I. Is it Truth Social? Is that for requesting an account, I think you can do. It's not mm-hmm. up yet. Okay. But you can request your domain or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. So I've done that. Okay. Um, and then whenever they go live, I'll, you know, whether I use it or not, I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, I'm on pretty much all the social media. Some I use, some I kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all a variation of BWEfirearms.com. What are you most active on for the people who want to commu- communicate with you? Uh, probably the most active on uh, Facebook and YouTube. And it's funny because Facebook, everybody's like, oh, Facebook's for old people. Yeah, but that's where the machine, you know, the machine gun market is old people. Yeah. 
exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, let's go yeah. to let's go to Flying Rich. Make sure you guys go check out BWE Firearms. What what is it? Firearms Parts and Accessories, Rich. I think it's BWE Firearms and Parts uh, firearms and on parts. YouTube. Yes, make sure you guys check that out. And, and then also the same for my friend Flying Rich. Rich, tell the folks all the different places they can find you. So flyingrich.com, youtube.com slash flyingrich. And Instagram, I'm flyingrich underscore official. And uh, I'm on, I'm flyingrich almost everywhere. Getter, mm -hmm. uh, Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Twitter, etc. So flyingrich, uh, what is it? What, what was the old one that nobody uses anymore? Uh, MySpace, MySpace, Flying Rich on MySpace. Is MySpace still out there? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know that. Um, so Flying let me Rich just... the only one on there. Right, exactly. Just Flying <laughs> Rich. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Lola said that Friday we're getting uh, Jared. Friday we're getting Jared. So tomorrow we've got Steve of Rex Silentium. Tomorrow Ooh. is Steve of Rex Silentium. They're coming on. That is a suppressor um, company. They do suppressors and other stuff. We've had them on already. Um, a really good conversation from the last time. And uh, they ac actually accept uh, Bitcoin. You can use your Bitcoin to buy suppressors and stuff like that. So we're going to have Steve on. Uh, they've got. I, some I cool need to stuff. buy some stuff with Tusk. I don't know if he accepts Tusk. Uh, I could ask him that. But I know he also is one of those guys doing uh, universal, you know, the universal suppressor or silencer standard. He's doing some of that mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have that conversation tomorrow. And then on Friday, we're going to have uh, Jared of Guns and Gadgets. Uh, so that that should be. I saw um, Jared in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was he was out there working hard, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to um, I'm going to play the end in here. We're going to come back and get the words of wisdom. Should we do Rich? Should we do um, should we do Hoffman? Should we let Hoffman? Uh, do Hoffman. Yeah, we'll let Hoffman hit us with some uh, grumpy words of wisdom mm. uh, <laughs> as we as we go out here. Uh, but there was a great conversation with these guys. Time really flew by. Hope you all uh, enjoyed this that are. Uh, watching out there and uh i'm gonna play the end and we're gonna come right back here and get load up your words of wisdom load them up all right uh big thanks to make sure you guys check out flying rich big thanks to flying rich did a great job at shot show uh big thanks to richard hoffman of bwe for coming in good to see him again here uh, oh absolutely you're welcome uh let's run the end we'll come back and we'll get words of wisdom from the hoff all right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us here on the show. We're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes and all your other favorite places to listen to audio podcasts. Uh, shout out to everyone who's joining us from the uh, Firearms Radio Network folks out there. Okay, words of wisdom. What you got? Words of wisdom. Uh, no matter what, don't give up the fight. Uh, if I can put up and deal with cancer and beat it, Anybody can deal with whatever they've got going on. Just keep up the fight. If you got to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Absolutely. There you go. It's good to see you getting better, man. Yep. Uh, you know, and uh, I think Hoffman is a fighter. He's out there kicking ass all the time. All right. So kicking we will. 
Absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Flying Rich. Thank you, Hank. Thanks to all the folks out there. You guys are welcome. We will see you all tomorrow. We're out of here. Let me look, Rich. Look at how difficult it is. I got to go over. I got to press and the click button. The stop. I got to press the button. Oh no, it's so difficult. <laughs> I got to press that button, and then I got to come over here. Oh no, I got to press another button on here. We're out of here. Peace.